It is Don and Steve in the morning here on Moody Radio. February 1st, you declare the very first day of a new month. I always think that's pretty cool. Now that I don't write texts, it doesn't confuse me. Right. <laughs> you remember. Do you remember when? Especially the year change. Yes. That was the real hard one, but uh, monthly always. too. Yep. Uh, and if you make any notations, even in your phone or anything, maybe it's still a bit of a challenge. But here we are, February 1st, and we already know that it is National Freedom Day. And so we celebrate that. You know what else it is, though? This one to me is also super important. I mean, not freedom important, but on a, on a culinary scale. I like this one. Ooh, food related? Food related. Of course, that would uh, pop up to your radar and now mine. <laughs> Both of us. <laughs> I know. Uh, so there was a day that if you gave me dark chocolate, I would have said no thank you. I couldn't do it. Really? Milk chocolate was the only thing that just, you know, really made me a happy girl when it came to chocolate. Now, if you offer me milk chocolate, I will probably say no thank you. Because dark chocolate rules, and it's National Dark Chocolate Day. Are you going to celebrate? I am not. (laughs) (laughs) I am not. It makes me sad to say that. But we're on day 10 of this 10-day challenge that our families have kind of taken on, at least five of us in the group. And uh, so National Dark Chocolate Day does not play well with taking sugar out of the diet. But today is day 10, so maybe tomorrow? I don't know. Maybe yeah. a day late? Probably not. But if I were going to celebrate any chocolate day, this would be the day. All right. So you mentioned the today is day 10 of 10. It is. How you feeling? Is it? Are it's, you noticing a difference? Uh, yes. I, there is clear. You know, you talked, I think, some, some last week about clarity in, in the brain area. I do believe it's there. Yesterday, that was super. Today... There's something that's kind of in trying to get in my sinuses, all that stuff. You can hear it just as I scooch. know. Yeah. I hear it too. I feel it. <laughs> yeah. But um, other than that, I do. And in trying to memorize these lines for the play that I'm in, it has been well timed. I've just been thinking, Lord, in all of your providence and sovereignty, how you led our youngest daughter and I to this particular season to be in this play. And then you knew we were going to do this 10-day challenge. I just can't thank you enough. So, yes, there is a lot of great benefits that have come, I think, from this 10-day challenge. But the lack of benefit is having to let go of celebrating National Dark Chocolate Day. I'm I'm sorry for you. But it's good for you, right? It is good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just a a little bit. Moderation. (laughs) Always. Paul said something along those lines. It's about 10 minutes after the hour. You ever feel that you're just wrapped up in fear and anxiety because of the fact that maybe there's some false teaching. Maybe there's some pressure from the church or from religious people around you, and it's got you up in knots. Ginger Duggar Vulo has been there, and she's written a book all about her story of disentangling faith from fear. We're going to be talking with her coming up in just a few minutes on Moody Radio. 91.7 FM, 98.7 FM, AM 1200, Moody Radio, Nashville. And our Church of the Week this week is Milton Baptist Church on Milton Street, obviously in Milton, Tennessee. And you can find out more about this church whose missions are to nurture the church and God's people, the other to tell the world about the wonderful message of Jesus and his saving grace. 
Again, that's Milton Baptist Church, the Moody Radio Nashville Church of the Week. Well, it's uh, kind of cold out there today, and we've kind of had the drizzly, wet, nasty stuff. I had to scrape the uh, windows on the car this morning. So if you're getting out and about, you might be dealing with a little bit of that. Cloudy right now, 29, on our way to a high of about 40 degrees. Tomorrow, 80% chance of rain with a high of 42, but on Friday, we're looking at sunshine with a high of 39. Thanks for tuning in. This is Moody Radio Nashville, and if you want to connect with us, you can do that on our Facebook page. On Facebook, you're just looking for Don and Steve in the morning. Rise and shine, it's Dawn and Steve time. Call or text 800-555-7898. A week from today, Moody Tunes arrives again. Oh, that's going to be exciting, Moody Tunes. A new feature we're doing here at Moody Radio, and that's when a, an artist comes in live and shares their their God story and their music. So we'll look forward to that. Also looking forward to this conversation, Ginger Duggar-Volo joining us, talking about her brand new book, Becoming Free Indeed. There is a story here, my sister. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, Ginger, you are sharing, uh, you're kind of pulling back the curtain for us on what's happening in the Duggar family in your particular uh, story and all that you've experienced and sharing how you unthreaded. I love, I love the imagery here. You're unthreading harmful, false religious teachings. Will you share with us what were those false teachings that just bound you up? Mm. You know, I grew up in a setting where we followed a teacher, a man named Bill Gothard, and I have, you know, some of my earliest memories were going to his conferences and he would fill up stadiums um, and have these teachings where he promised parents a guarantee for success for their families. And he said, if you follow my principles, your life will be a success. But if you don't, then your life will be one disaster after another. So those were the teachings that I lived by and I was convicted by. I thought, this is what God wants for me. He wants me to abide by these um, principles. Hmm. And so is there a principle or two, something that kind of stands out, that you began to learn further down the road? Yeah, yeah that, that uh, may be, in a sense, decent, but that's not actually a biblical principle. Right. Yeah. There were so many of those. I think it was all based on a lot of outward things. And so it would be maybe a modesty standard of women only wearing dresses and skirts and maybe not listening to rock music. Um, For instance, Bill Gothard told a story about a young man who died in a car accident because he had on music in his car with drums. And so it really, he leaned heavy on superstition and fear, manipulation and control. That's what these teachings were based on. And so for me, I remember one time I was in the back of a car, somebody turned on something with drums and I was sure that was the end. I was like, okay, we're going to get in a car accident. Something bad's going to happen. And it was like praise and worship music with drums. And so I think that type of teaching, it was based on man-made rules, on outward standards, and it had nothing to do with your heart being changed from the inside out. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you say that, and even if we didn't grow up under the teachings of Bill Gothard, I think sometimes we do look at the things that we think will please God, and we don't start with that relationship with Him. We just start checking the boxes and and trying to be good enough to have Him look at us and say, "Oh, okay, you did all right," but. We're living from a position of fear. That's not what God called us to at all. And Ginger, you experienced it on a kind of an exponential scale. If you're in a car and you hear a song come on with drums and you think, okay, this is the end. I'm I'm out of here. I'm not going to be part of this earth anymore. That certainly would develop fear and anxiety. What did that manifest itself to look like in your life during during your growing up years? Mm. It was really interesting. I walked through um, many years of just being gripped with fear. And so there was another instance where I remember I wanted to go play a sport with my siblings. This was after I was converted, after I was saved at the age of 14. And I remember going out and um, I would play broomball twice a week with my family. Well, I stopped going because there were a couple times where I would have this feeling like maybe I'm not supposed to go play today. Maybe I should stay home and read my Bible for another three hours. And it was interesting. It wasn't like I was um, seeing anything that, okay, like this is not bad. Broomball is not bad. But I had this feeling and I thought if I go, maybe I'll get in a car accident because I had this feeling I should stay. And that happened week after week, time after time with all different things. And that type of fear, you feel like, I don't know what's expected of me. God, I don't know what you expect of me because if I have a feeling about maybe something's wrong, maybe I shouldn't do it. For instance, Bill Gothard told another story where he said there was a woman who lost her husband and sons at sea. And this pastor came over to talk to her about why. And he said, well, they were at sea. They went sailing. Well, look at your wall. You have a painting of a boat on your wall. And that's why they died. So it's very, it is very superstitious. And so you base your reality, your, your theology really on that. And it's, it's not what the word of God actually says. And so it's very crippling, very, um, yeah, you, you have a lot of false guilt and also fear. Yeah. You'd certainly see how that would happen. And, uh, you know, maybe like Don said, people didn't follow Bill necessarily, but they were teachings of the church that they grew up in that kind of led to that same thing. So when we come back in just a few moments, we're going to talk a little bit about how you began to disentangle those two things and began to live in light and live in freedom. One of those things that I'm, I'm convinced helps us do that is understanding who you actually are in Christ. Have you subscribed yet? Jump on over to youtube.com Dawn and Steve for some great interviews from Dawn and Steve in the morning. This interview with Ginger is going to be up there soon. And don't forget to click that like and subscribe button. Yes, that way it can let you know when Ginger Duggarvolo shows up on our uh, YouTube channel at Dawn and Steve because the conversation is fascinating. The book is fascinating. Just releasing yesterday, Ginger, you were caught up in a lot of lies, but they sounded good. They're just so close to what scripture might say to us, might. Uh, But in context, you just believed it because it was the way you were raised, your family embraced all of this, teachings of Bill Gothard, going to seminars. I had to ask you, was there something 
that the Lord used, obviously the power of his Holy Spirit, to help you see the truth from fiction. What was part of that process to bring you to a saving faith in Jesus Christ and then untangle all this mess? Were there people? Were there counselors? What was happening here? Yeah, it was such an interesting season in my life because I had never really questioned any of the teachings that I had been raised in. And Bill Gothard had such a clear cause and effect sequence set up for me. So if I do this, this will happen to me. If I do something else, you know, God will either bless me or curse me based on these choices following his principles. So I would never question that because I thought I know how God's favor is, how he, how he looks at me, how I can gain his favor almost. Although I would have never said that salvation was by works. Bill Gothard did in times at different times. So it was an interesting mindset, but it wasn't until I met my husband, my now husband, Jeremy, he came on the scene having a different upbringing. Um, He was raised in a Christian home, but just how they handled the word of God was totally different. So before we could get engaged, um, it was required of him for my parents to um, listen to 60 plus hours of Bill Gothard's teaching. And throughout that time, it was so interesting how God really started to open my eyes to see that this teaching was not based on the Bible. My husband, I remember him, um, he he kind of was like, he listened to a couple of seminars and was like, huh, he has some interesting things to say, maybe more like philosophical. He He's not really getting into, he's not getting into much, but then the further in you get, he said, man, did you, Ginger, did you hear what he said? Let's open the Bible and, and look at what verse he used. Or did he even use the Bible verse? And a, a lot of times he was twisting verses. So he would like say, for instance, man does not live by bread alone. And then he would say, therefore, we need more fiber in our diet. And you need this bread mixer. And it was like, uh, yeah, that's not what Jesus was saying. <laughs> so it's interesting to like look at it with the Bible open and think, okay, I don't know why I didn't see this before. Why did I not even um, have my Bible open and be like a Berean and, and examine for myself if these things are true? So it was that commitment to the Bible is what set me free because as soon as I saw that these these rules, these man-made rules or traditions are not in the word of God, it just fell off. And I was so free in Christ. You know, sometimes God does a deliverance in in that kind of way, almost instantaneously. You know, you hear stories of people who are able to drop an addiction like that. Others fight it for a long period of time. Was this the kind of thing where scales fell off almost instantly, or was it a gradual kind of understanding one thing at a time and over a period of time, you realize now I'm living in freedom or, or what was it a quick thing? Mm. You know, it, it felt like in that moment, there were many, I think the realization of Bill Gothard himself, not being a Bible teacher, that was a, it was such a jarring, like shake shaking thing because I thought, I thought this guy was a prophet from God. Almost. I would have almost viewed him like that. And so that kind of fell off instantly. And then I started to see like, as far as um, certain rules that he had, as soon as I saw, okay, this is not based in the Bible, like some of those outward things fell off. And it wasn't, it wasn't easy though, because I will say this journey has been really 
long and difficult because whenever you have sat under a teacher who claims to speak for God, but doesn't, it is so difficult to come out of that and to be able to say, okay, well, what does God's word actually say? And to go back to that. So that's, that's been the journey for me. It's a powerful uh, story, and it's one that probably many listening today can relate to on, on some level. And so I encourage you to check out Ginger's book, Becoming Free Indeed. It just dropped yesterday. We're going to link you to that through our Facebook page, Don and Steve in the Morning. So when we come back in just a few minutes, want to hear, now what? So God has begun to just reveal His truth to you. How has life changed? We're going to talk about that coming up in just a few minutes. But first, Don and Steve in the Morning on Moody Radio. Early to bed, early to rise. Dawn and Steve are here, which is nice. Grab your coffee, pick up your phone. Why not text them on 0800-555-7898? Well, we're glad that you're with us as we continue the conversation with Ginger Duggar-Volo. She's written a book, Becoming Free Indeed. It's her story of disentangling faith from fear. And we are going to connect you to that through our Facebook page, Don Steve in the Morning. Ginger, many of us grew up watching you on TV and watching you grow up. And uh, some of us are thinking, okay, I, I love your story. I love how God has shown you and revealed truth to you from his word. But you grew up in the family that really kind of followed the teaching of Bill Gothard. As you have come out with your story, how's the family receiving that? Mm, you know, it's interesting, Steve. Uh, I've had conversations for years with my family. And as I had differences, whether that was with modesty or music or things like that, that may have been smaller in some people's eyes, but we're big in that community. I've, I've sought to have conversations saying, this is where I see this from the word of God to share from my perspective of how I got to where I am today. And I think that's the exact conversation I've had with my family when I um, decided to write this book because many of them are still in that setting and still follow Bill Gothard's teachings. And I know that. And so I wanted to be able to share this, hopefully even the stories in this book in a winsome way, in a loving way, and at the same time, speaking out very strongly against these teachings. Bottom line, you say you want people to walk away knowing Jesus, knowing something yes. about him, knowing the relationship that he offers us to have with the living God, which is totally amazing. Yeah. What what sings through your heart, Ginger, when you say, I want you to know, even as you look at all mm-hmm. of this mess and how God's redeemed it, I want you to have that personal relationship with him. Mm. Yeah, it it's this. I think at the end of my disentangling journey, I went to say, like, I'm not at the end, like it takes, you know, it's like every day I'll have those thoughts of fear come back and I have to go to scripture and say, what does God's word actually say? And that process is so long for anyone who has been harmed by someone who claimed to speak for God, but didn't, it takes years to work through that. And my hope and prayer would be that you could see the beauty and the grace of Jesus in a whole new way. People are always going to let us down on this earth. We live in a fallen world. People are going to um, hurt us and let us down with, within the church, with you know, outside the church, teachers, leaders. But our hope has to be in a person, one person, Jesus Christ, because he is the only one who came to earth to save us from our sin. Um, and he offers grace for the believer to have 
you can have peace with God. And that's something that I, I struggled for so many years and wrestled with my faith, even once I was a believer. And I want, I want whoever has been in that place to see the beauty of Jesus for who he truly is in his word. And there is no greater thing that you can know, no greater relationship you can have than a relationship with Jesus Christ himself. Hmm. And so as you have begun to walk in that freedom more and more, and as you've seen more and more of Jesus at work in your life, how is life different today than it was before Hmm. you realized you were following some false teaching? Yeah, I think it was um, just so much fear had controlled my life. And that's what I would say my, my life was. I had such a fearful life. I would wake up in the morning and be gripped with fear. What am I supposed to do today? I don't know. I don't know what you expect of me, God. And that has changed. It's shifted because when I come to the word of God, there's more gratitude, more gratefulness for God's grace. And I want to live a life that is pleasing to God and holiness. And at the same time, it's not out of Oh no, is God going to smite me today if I if I step outside of line even if I don't know it? Um and just leaning into the grace of God and those failures, sins, all of that there is mercy and grace to be found in Jesus Christ. And so that's what my life looks like today. Um and I have two little girls, so raising them to love Jesus is our goal. The freedom that comes with a relationship in Christ is amazing. And to have him work that in your life all the way through, like you said, the journey is never dead. That's true for all of us, no matter what journey we're on. Until we step into eternity and we are with him, we're on a journey. But to give him thanks and praise, I wonder if that's just one of the markers. When we see that we can't give him thanks because we're operating out of fear, we can't just praise him because of who he is and not even looking at our lives then we might find ourselves in a very similar path, on a very similar path, Ginger, that you have been down. Thankful that you're sharing this and the freedom that comes in Christ. Becoming Free Indeed, the title of Ginger Duggar Volo's book, connecting you with it through our Facebook page. You know we're happy to text you any of these links as well. 800-555-7898. As you head to Facebook, you're looking for at Don and Steve. Grateful for Ginger's time this morning. Booty Radio.